Hello, welcome back everyone to the show. This is Edmund. Uh, I'm in a coffee shop, Redefined, in Grapevine, Texas on Main Street. Drinking some great house coffee here. Oh, that's hot. Um, mm, we have another episode of the show today. Uh, I spoke with a, a Jedi Knight, a, a real-life Jedi Knight. And um, we had an interesting conversation where I'm trying trying to understand what what Jedi realism um, is all about. So, hopefully it's an interesting conversation for you. And I know it was for me. It was very... Something that, uh, you know, outside my comfort zone a little bit to talk about and try to figure out and also try to be, you know, try to be respectful. This is something this guy's really, really into and um, trying to learn more about it and, you know, just kind of, I think it's important to, to break outside of your your bubbles, you know, break outside your bubble. Talk to people who believe things or, or think things that are different um, than what you, yeah, what you think or believe. So... We have some thank yous this week. Thank you to Steve Bush, who's a close friend. Um, uh, is at my parish, at our parish, St. Francis of Assisi. Um, really love Steve. And he is supporting the show on Patreon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash the show. I want to try to you know keep this show ad-free. So if you want to um, support the show, but also get access to... Um, hosts or guests that come on the show before, beforehand, you can ask questions or submit questions, you can also get some other access to some other things, so access you know, it's a reoccurring theme with Patreon and the show I'm tired I hope you'll forgive me I hope you'll full, full get, I hope you'll, I hope you will forgive me, so anyways uh, yeah, this thing's still going so we'll see, we'll, we're, we'll, we're trying to we're shooting for 100 episodes that's what we're shooting for, when, when we get to 100 episodes we'll look back and go you know, should we keep doing this thing? anyways, here's the show with uh, a real life Jedi, hope you enjoy you staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no plan on it alright man, well thanks for coming on the podcast Hey, no problem, no problem. Um, so I got I got in touch with you through someone I think um, with the Temple of the Jedi Order. I think who kind of manages the website or something. <clears throat> or or how did how did we get in touch? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was through Brother John. He's the uh, founder of the site. Oh, cool, cool. So how, how so? Tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been? How long have you been in uh, like associated with with uh, Jediism? Or is that is that how you is that how you would refer to it? Jediism. Yeah, I mean, some people would uh, call it Jediism. Some people call it uh, Force realism. It depends on your perspective, as if if you view it as a, a religion or not. But yeah. uh, Jediism works just fine. So what's what's Force realism? Force realism. There's a few sites out there where um, the Jedi way is more of a philosophy instead of a, a religious view. It's more of a, a guide for living. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So, so, um, oh, where are you from? Because, because I think the the website was founded in Texas. I'm actually in Texas. Actually, I'm I'm in Michigan. Currently. Oh, nice, Holt, Michigan. Oh my gosh, is it like negative twenty degrees there right now? No, I, right now it's uh, not too bad. We're in a warm spell, but if you would ask that question last week, you would have been you would have been fairly close. <laughs> yeah, we we lived in Toledo for I don't know three or four years, and we were there. I think during one of the years where it was the worst winter in all of the United States was in Toledo. So that's pretty bad. It gets that way from time to time. So, um, so how long have you been associated with, uh, with Jediism or like, what's your story? Tell tell me your story about getting involved in this. All right. Well, uh, Ooh, when do I start? I guess uh, <laughs> you were up, born. You were born. Yeah. <laughs> I well, I actually I attended a uh, Baptist church for quite a long time. Okay. Um, Your parents baptized at fourteen. Your parents Baptist? Yes, yes, they were. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was actually I was going to be a, a youth minister until I I don't know I uh, I started asking myself some questions that I just I couldn't find some good answers to, and I really started digging into it and yeah. started studying a lot of the religions of the world and uh oddly enough i ended up finding this website uh and even going back when i was 
you know, fairly involved in the church. Mm-hmm. I'd always kind of aspired to the Jedi way. I mean, ever really? since 1998, when, you know, my dad took me to go see Star Wars in theaters for the first time. I was like, man, who are these who are these guys, these yeah. warrior monks that are so peaceable, that are so wise? Yeah. And um, so I always used to, I used to call myself a, a Jedi for Christ for quite a long time, me and a few others. Oh, and, wow, that's uh, pretty cool. It was, it was. So, and, you, um, so you started doing some research and then, and then you just came across the site. Yeah, yep. And so and, when, uh, when was this? How old were you when this happened? At this point in time, this must have I was this was about two and a half years ago. Okay. And um basically if you've ever seen the front page of the website, mm-hmm. it's uh it spells out kind of what the, the Jedi believe is. Yeah. And the main message there is actually what I had been learning from from Christ for my years in the church. You know, yeah. uh it's it's about love compassion tolerance uh peace yeah and i read that and i was just like holy crap what is this yeah it's kind of melding two two of your uh yeah two of your backgrounds there yes absolutely so what was and, uh, but what was your first thought though was your was your first thought um i'm gonna try to follow this uh seriously or what was your first thought you know this this could be my my legitimate my my legitimate religion or what you know what were your what were your thoughts as you're as you're deciding like wow this really resonates with parts of me first thing i had to check it out and make sure it wasn't like a role play site or something like that i mean yeah. i had not heard of anything like this at the time mm-hmm. you know i i i saw that and i was like oh and there's a there's a fair amount of active people on here all the time so i i got on and uh the first thing they want you to do is kind of create a journal and introduce yourself Mm-hmm. and started talking with a couple people and shortly thereafter i was like you know what this is this is something i could do this is something i should look into yeah look into as far as uh like because there's there's some certain steps they tell you you know the um what's the ip the initiate initiate yeah. program yeah the initiate program yep yeah which is like the the steps towards coming becoming a knight in the order um was that kind of where you started where you thought you know this is where i'm going to start yeah, absolutely. And uh, first thing I did is I kind of looked over the program and I saw some of the like the reading material. And uh, I'd actually I've listened to Joseph Campbell once before that point, And he's got some fairly mind opening views on the mythologies of the world. And I was like, this looks like a, a fairly interesting program. It looks fun. Let's do this. You so know? is it does it include some Joseph Campbell materials? yes yes it does interesting okay and so so yeah so take us through what you're kind of well actually no i want to back up a little bit so and 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 please forgive me if i if i say if i ask any stupid questions or anything that are like (laughs) that are eye rolling um but you know i think i think for most people when they hear the temple of the jedi order they like what you said they're asking themselves whether or not like how serious it is like what like are the people in here viewing this as just a framework for a way of life or are they you know are they are there some people that are viewing it as as more role play like how like i think that was my question is how do you draw the line although i i will say when i started reading and and researching you know some of the posts by some of the people in here are 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 deep like it's it doesn't seem like just role playing fiction like it seems like they're really trying to piece like pick apart this philosophy so how how do you how do you especially when you're approaching it how did you um navigate that line between and and how do you view this as as a real life philosophy or as um as a fictional framework for a a philosophy that just happens to work because of the um these these archetypes from Joseph Campbell's kind of thought process i don't know if that's way too much <laughs> that's way too many questions <laughs> questions probably but what yeah what are your thoughts on that well all right for for example, if we look at uh, Lao Tzu mm-hmm. when he was talking about the Tao, yeah, he said uh, a, the Tao that you can name is not the real Tao. Hmm. Interesting. So I think a lot of people when they come here, it's it's a very syncretic environment. They bring their beliefs in, yeah, and the philosophies at the temple they mesh with 
almost any religious system you have out there. Our pastor mm-hmm. is uh, Christian. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, people from Eastern religions, uh, Buddhists, Taoists. Um, we have our, of course, a very large population of atheists. And it's actually, it's hard to figure out where people are using kind of as a, uh, a fictional framework to describe what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's some that it's it's very, very real. Wow. So there's you know, some they, people that, that remain some other religious affiliation and also uh, subscribe to Jediism. So they'd be oh, cr- yes. Christian and Jedi. Interesting. Oh, yes. Is, yes. Is, yep. is, that, is that a little is that a little bit like are, are the more purists? Are they more uh, exclusive in that sense? Or is that something that's pretty, pretty widely accepted? And I there's really no clicks here. I mean, yeah. at, at some points, there's a butting of heads where you have some people, they start talking about balancing chakras and uh, aura cleansing, and then someone yeah. will come along and they're like, where's the science evidence? You know, yeah. that's that's about as. Uh, hostile as it gets there yeah. is the disagreement on science evidence versus religious faith. But for the most part, it's fairly open-minded and people are willing to trade views and philosophies to try and gleam the deeper meaning behind it. Mm. And so so a lot of this originates from the movies, but there are certain aspects, like for instance, the force, right? Like that you, that you wouldn't necessarily, like uh, you wouldn't necessarily take literally in our, in 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 our world, I would say, compared to like the 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 world of uh, or the Star Wars universe, right? Yeah, there's there's definitely a uh, a very fine line there. We have some that are friendlier with mm-hmm. using the movies and 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 using the Force in that aspect, you know. But I mean, nobody's out here meditating and lifting. I mean, not meditating, but <laughs> lifting spaceships with yeah. with their mind. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's that's not happening. So, so I think another thing I read in the research is that, and what really struck me as interesting is that there's no one founder. It's more this body of people. Kind of is that true that it, it's kind of um, this body of people uh, striving to articulate this worldview. Right, right. When you look at the the Jedi community as a whole, there's actually a few different people from around the same point in time that uh, started creating these communities. I don't know who the true founder is because a lot of these websites popped up at the same time. It's kind of odd, you know, yeah. if, if one saw one was like, man, this is a great idea. Why didn't I think of this? Or if people from across the world just started having these the same mindset at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a fairly large group now. You're, you're right about that. It is a, a huge body of people trying to figure out how to do this in our world yeah and i heard um i heard about this uh the jedi census phenomenon which is a wikipedia article here about a movement in 2001 where a number of residents in english-speaking countries were all encouraged to mark their religion as jedi and it and it caused such a big i think in australia more than seventy thousand people declared themselves uh as members of the jedi order it caused such a big uh movement that caused i guess some um, this to be recognized a little bit more uh, seriously. Yeah, and uh, it definitely opened eyes and, and turned heads. That was definitely a big stepping stone into becoming what we are today. So, so tell me what the process. You know, when you take us back to when you were you start you start getting into this. You you start the initiate program. Um, what was that like, and what what did you learn through that process? <clears throat> So to me, from my experience, I I can only speak really on my experience there, but the Initiates program was a great tool to get me to basically think with an open mind. Mm -hmm. It got me to open up my doors, to lower my defenses down, and to really kind of think on everything that I just kind of assumed was the way I had learned it as. Yeah. It was... uh, extremely mind opening process for me going through and we did uh i did a fair amount of studying on different world religions mythology mm-hmm. we talked about etiquette talked about uh semantics you know it's it's a very large um coverage of information and it's not trying to get you to answer a specific way we're more it works to get you to just gauge everything and to give it an honest look 
mm. without any bias or prejudice on the subject and to evaluate where you're sitting, to actually question what's going on instead of just taking it as is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's something that's really, that's really helpful for anyone. I mean, um, so who, who created the initiate program? Is that something that the founder of the website, uh, created? Uh, I believe this was put together over a large amount of years by a, a, a rather big team of people. It wasn't any one person in particular. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's cool. So, so, uh, how long did it take you to go through that, that initiation, uh, process? Like what was, what was the timeline for that? I'm going to guess probably six to eight months I took to do the IP. Wow. Is that, is that kind of standard or do people kind of go at their own pace? I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes we have people coming in and they get it done in three months, oh, you wow. know, or we have some people that have been doing it for two years. Yeah. And, and you get, te- you get teamed up with, uh, so- someone who kind of coaches you through it, mentors you after through the it. IP is actually, uh, you'll enter an apprenticeship with someone who is a knight. Okay. And, uh, what the apprenticeship does is, uh, with one-on-one mentorship, he kind of helps guide you and realizing your demons and figuring out the tools that you need to learn and to make yourself better. Wow. Okay. And is, is that something you're in right now? No, I've, uh, I've finished that. I've actually, I've got two apprentices of my own now. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So what, yeah. What, what has been one of the biggest things? Maybe you could tell us maybe a story, uh, about that apprenticeship when you were under that mentor. I mean, what, I mean, at this point, are you still, um, just taking it day by day? Or are you still, have you, um, at this point, you know, really found, okay, this is really the thing I want to, I want to, uh, I want to do. No, I mean, when you say day by day, I actually, I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And, uh, I think the, the pinnacle point of my apprenticeship is when I started to realize the effects that the past and the future have on us. Mm. You know, when I, when I say that, I mean, when we live every day, and our thoughts are consumed with regrets or memories from the past or anxieties about what we're going to do about something, when we're weighed down by that, we never really get a chance to experience life right now. Mm, yeah. It's we're of... basically sacrificing – sorry, what was that? Oh, I was just going to say like being in the moment and instead of being kind of a slave to the past or the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people and and me in the past, you know, you would sacrifice your, your life. You're literally giving that away, you know, thinking about things that you can't change because they've already happened or things that might not ever happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. And so, yeah, day by day is the way I would like it to be. Um, some of the material that I went over in my apprenticeship to help me do that. Actually, have you ever had, uh, have you ever read the way of the peaceful warrior by, Dan Millman, I believe it is. No, no, I'm going to add that in the links in the show notes. The Way of the Peaceful uh, Warrior? Yes, yes. And it's uh, kind of a historical fiction work. There's definitely a little bit of fiction thrown in there, but it is a a beautiful piece that really shows you kind of the unknown attachments we have all around us, the, the forces anchoring us down and keeping us locked down into the pattern we're in. Well, and it, uh, it shows a, a decent process and how to break those chains and uh, really give the power of your life back to you. Wow. So, I mean, that must have had some pretty profound impacts on your on your life. I mean, the, there must have been people kind of noticing <laughs> some differences in you, right? Like yeah. uh, people yep. around you um, kind of start asking, hey, man, what are you what, – what, what books are you reading? What are you doing? You seem a little different. And I've, I've definitely had some of that, you know, with my family and – at work. Mm. Um, and you know, I don't, it's not like I go around, you know, I'm not throwing it in anyone's face, but mm. if, if I, I'm asked questions about it, I'm fairly open about what I do here. Yeah. So, so ha- have your family and friends been pretty receptive to it or were they, were they, um, I mean, did they take it seriously or, uh, you know, what, what was, what was your family's reaction when, when they kind of found out or your family and friends when they were, uh, when you were first getting into this? I mean, for the most part, it's been pretty open. As long as everyone's known me, they've known how interested I have been in the Jedi. I'm, I've been practicing lightsabers since I was, you know, 
eight years old. Um, there's been a couple people that kind of are still in denial about it. They, they think I'm joking when I bring it up. They just kind of laugh it off. But for the most part, everyone's been fairly open about it. Yeah. So what, and what is, um, is, do you, does Jediism believe that it's important to kind of evangelize people or, or go to people and try to, uh, you know, not necessarily force them, but just to go and, uh, or I'm sorry, not necessarily convince them, but to share, um, this way of life with people? There are a couple that have that view, but for the most part, no. Uh, the biggest focus of Jedi as Jedi, sorry, Jediism <laughs> is actually, uh, uh, service, helping others. Okay. Um, a lot of community service focus, um, treating people decently, nothing about bringing up our beliefs really. No, like I said, there's a couple people, but for the most part, no, it's, that actually takes a backseat to trying to, to leave the world a little bit better than when we woke up this morning. Yeah. So, so tell me about what are some of the core, the core tenets? I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, love and service and those types of things, but what are, what are some of the core tenets? I mean, I think some of them are listed on, on the homepage here, but what are some of like the pillar beliefs of Jediism that, uh, people would benefit from hearing All right, so on our page, uh, we actually, on the homepage, we talk a little bit about that. We also have another tab called Children. Uh, there's a section there called Jedi Believe, and it mostly speaks about um, compassion, mm-hmm. reason, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, we support uh, the freedom of speech, uh, morality. It's basically take the teachings you would find in Christianity, for example, for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, when he who cast the first stone, you know, when Jesus was eating with, uh, you know, the tax collector and the prostitute, it's it take that and we try to like apply that to our lives where we, we go through life yeah, grounded in reason and compassion, trying not to discriminate. You know, um, we realize that cultures vary, regions vary, beliefs vary. And we're very open-minded about that. And we, we tolerate that we are, we realize the inherent worth of all life. So, so on things like, um, like we've just, just recently, you know, gun control has been in the news or there was a shooting and, Things like that. How? What is kind of the conversation uh, in the in the Temple of the Jedi Order around those types of things? Like when it comes to specific instances and how you know this Jedi creed is applied to, let's say, gun control or those types of things, or maybe um, or maybe you know defending yourself. Um, how, how how do those kind of things get worked out? And that's actually a, a fairly split topic, even within the the temple. Interesting. Uh, for example, even after this latest one, we've uh, revisited to that conversation as we have, like after the Las Vegas shooting. Mm-hmm. We had a fairly lengthy discussion and debate on that. You know, we're fairly split down the middle. Yeah, we have a lot of people calling for stricter gun control laws and uh, regulations, and we have some that are fairly adamant about maintaining the ability to defend oneself. Mm. So, um, so it's kind of, it's, it's, a, it sounds like it's a little bit of a peer reviewed and consensus kind of community. Like, um, people can defend their position based on, based on the, the Jedi creed here and, and just kind of defend their stance. And then people kind of, uh, you know, take that stance and pick it apart or argue based on science or argue based on reason um, some of these things to come to a, a sort of a consensus. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something that is actually, it's a little weird at first when you come in here and you're reading this, it's you, you're caught off guard by like, you'll come in and you'll read this very lengthy explanation of someone's view yeah. and you read it and you're like, wow, that, that took a lot of thought to prepare that. Yeah. And then someone else will come along and they, yeah, they'll pick it apart with, with reason or science 
and then the other person will, will turn around and thank him for it. And it's it's actually it's it's beautiful sometimes. Yeah, so that, that's um, a very different, you know, open to open to critique. It sounds like open to criticism. Right. And is it is that something that was uh, that was easy for you to 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 slide into, or was that something that took a little learning? Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I when I found the temple, I was actually I was fairly emotional. I was very much into myself. There was a pride issue there and mm. it took a while for me to to realize that that pride and that defense was just protecting a hollow shell. There wasn't anything behind that. Mm. And I really had to do some inspecting of myself to figure out who I was and learn to set that aside. It was that was one of the most difficult things yeah. coming in here was my emotions and my pride. Yeah. I mean that and that's man, that's hard in general. I mean I'm like, yeah. I feel like everyone ha- struggles with that, with pride and, and emotion being emotional. I mean that's something I'm still struggling with. Um so so what do you do what do you do in your day job or what do you do in your in your daily life? Do you have a job? Do you are you in studio? Oh, yeah, yep. So what do you do? Uh, I actually, uh, I'm a production supervisor at an automotive factory. You know, of course, I nice. live in Michigan, so why not, right? I know, right? It's the hub. It's the hub there. <laughs> Sweet, man. So, um, uh, and w- w- another question I had, because I thought this would be interesting, is what are what are the questions you get asked most often that annoy you about the temple? Do you, do you get asked questions, any questions that stick out that people always seem to ask that that, that annoy you? For the most part, it's the the questions when people come in and they assume they know what it's about and they're mm. trying to to mock it and they come in and they're asking like, "Hey, have you spoke to Yoda lately?" Or uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it those type of things when they come in and it's sometimes it's funny. Some days I'm just I'm ready for it and it's I'll I'll laugh at myself with them. It's fine. Yeah. And then there's there's some days when you're on like the the tenth time you've gotten one of those questions and you're just like, man, I wish you would read a little bit of this before you you come at it like that. I know I I almost uh, made a mistake because I was trying to get in touch with someone and so I immediately you know thinking this is a forum I immediately started creating an account but then I realized really quickly that uh, in order to kind of be respectful I think some of the some of the rules there are you know they basically say do not create an account if you're just trying to get in touch with us or something like that and. I I was like, oh man, I don't want to I don't want to make anyone mad, you know. I want to be respectful of this, and um, so yeah, I could see how that could be. I mean, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're having to filter out people that are just creating accounts to to troll and stuff like that. We uh, we get our fair share of trolls and spammers, but we also get a lot of uh, kind of like you. We get a lot of students from universities coming in doing studies, wanting us to take. Uh, some polls, get some information on that. That actually, at least at least once a month, we'll get a student from a university doing a study on us. That's interesting. What what kind of like what a study as in what like? Uh, yeah. Usually, it'll come in uh, with a poll like you know how many of you you know do you view this as a religion? Do you view this as a philosophy? Yeah. Do you also hold other religious beliefs? And they kind of take a, a demographic as well, asking you know what's your gender, how old are you? What country do you live from? Interesting. Um, and, are any of those polls like published? Do any, does any of that get published? They always say they're going to publish them and give us a link, but usually, no, we we don't get that part. Those slackers, those slacking college <laughs> students, man, they're just procrastinating the the crap out of it. Um, that's interesting. That's really fascinating. So, so I mean, I I kind of I I'm under for what I'm hearing is that. You don't necessarily view this, and and it sounds like the majority of people don't aren't taking this as um, as a tried and true religion in the sense that um, it's it sounds like what what from what I'm hearing that this is a worldview uh, based on a fictional book, but it's a worldview that's been kind of community crafted and built and it helps you it helps it's a lens with which that you you view the world uh however you could add it on top of any number of religious beliefs it it just happens to be this type of um uh, like a like a a way of articulating a structure that really resonates with you you know the the 
you know, you've always been into Jedi. It has its own structure. It has some principles, um, but it's more a, it's more a way of life. I mean, I, I feel like you probably wouldn't agree that it's, it's not just a club. I mean, it's definitely a way of life. It's definitely a, a way of walking through the world. But it's not as far as uh, like replacing someone's Christianity or or their um, you know what you know whatever else it is that they that they believe. I don't know. Am I am I, am I on to it? You know, because there's a difference between Christianity and vegetarianism, and and it's <laughs> like uh, where on the spectrum is you know is is the the Temple of the Jedi Order, or there's maybe a I don't know like Stoicism. Um, you know, stoicism in some ways was a religious, you know, it was a way of life for a lot of people, but you could be, you could adopt some stoic ways of looking at the world and still be Christian. Right. And, uh, that's kind of a varied spectrum for the most part. I think you hit the nail right on the head, but we do have members of the temple that have rearranged their, their views on religion to encompass this. And now the force might be another name for for God or the Tao, or in some cases, uh, for some of the neo-religions, in place of the universe, the force is everything. It's, you know, the matter, it's the energy, it's everything. Mm. And for some people, that is a very real religion to them. And for others, yes, it's a, it's kind of a template that fits into their current views. And the, the temp, the temple or Jediism is big enough to envelop both, both views, you know, that some people that take it, uh, as, as you know, that type of serious, and then some people that are adding it on, like they would stoicism or some of these other things. Yes. Um, it's open to all of those yes, ways of absolutely. looking at. So, what do you think about um, what kind of uh, got me thinking about this? Was I saw a Vice documentary. I don't know if you've seen this. Of this, um, they did a short video of, you know, I think it was called Real Life Cele- or Real Life Jedi. Um, but this guy in particular, you know, he talked a little bit about getting into it but then he decided to to wear the the Jedi robes and the and and be in full costume 24/7. Mhm. Have you seen this video? He actually uh made a pretty big uproar at the temple. I've I want to say probably about a month back. Um, yeah, it was pretty controversial, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh I'm work with the the security officer and moderator team here so we looked at that and we were like wait what the heck's going on with that yeah you know there's no way that we would do that to somebody and we checked it out and he oh, had a membership for, for, clar- for clarification he um he 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 alleged that he was kicked out because of wearing a uh, wearing the clothes absolutely not no yeah, way yeah, yeah. no way yeah, yeah i i own a set of robes myself yeah there's there's no that's completely against what we're all about so we we found his account and he was a member here and he posted i think it was three posts yeah and then just kind of never came back yeah so i don't know if he's confusing us with another site because uh some of the jedi realist sites perhaps but for example here a lot of our members we have robes you know we practice forms of of lightsaber as a physical training it's completely in line with someone that we would be more than happy to have here yeah, so, so your so your take, or I guess in your particular, I mean, I, I'm I'm having a hard time knowing how to refer to different things. I mean, I guess the Temple of the Jedi Order is a particular website that represents Jediism. Is that would that be correct? So you're saying that there are other websites or maybe other temples that might uh, have a different v- a different view on that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, basically. And it, it goes beyond the different sites, but yeah, every site's going to have its own flavor. Gotcha, gotcha. Heck, I mean, even on even on Temple of the Jedi Order, you ask ten different Jedi on there, you know, what it means to be a Jedi and what the Force is, and you're going to get ten different answers. Wow, is it? Does that ever get frustrating to, to kind of uh, if you feel like there's someone who's kind of misrepresenting what you are passionate about? Sometimes, sometimes there is. Uh, frustration there but the realization for me what has to happen is you have to understand that even though what they're saying frustrates you and it might go against what you're believing to them that's their truth Mm. you know that's their world that's their mindset yeah and you kind of got to empathize with them and understand that as as strong as you as strong as you feel uh about 
what they're saying is that's just how they feel about what they're saying about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a very mature way to look at it. You know, I, yeah, I wish, I wish more people on, on social media or just on the internet in general would look at each other's comments in that kind of way. Right. And online medium in particular is extremely hard to try to step into other people's shoes. You don't, yeah. you don't see their inflections. You don't hear their voice. You don't get to know them beyond words on a page. It's hard to dive in there and actually wear their experiences. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So tell, tell me, tell me more about the, you were talking about, uh, lightsaber training. <laughs> yes. So is that something that's is that just a uh, a hobby thing that's part of the site or is this something that a lot of people yeah, do or is it part of the training it's, or? it's not part of our our training no our training is fairly uh philosophical but okay. uh on the community side of the page i actually i created a, a group uh maybe about a year back called uh the hurricane clan mm-hmm. and uh the philosophy there was uh, the the deadliest storms have a, a calm center, and mm. it was a, a group basically trying to promote uh, physical activity, you know, health awareness, and at the same time still reflecting that we need to be disciplined in ourselves and to remain calm and peaceable even though we are practicing, in, in some of these cases, fairly aggressive forms of uh, martial arts. Yeah, because I think you mentioned before – Jediism is kind of torn on whether or not they're pacifists or or they're like yes. self-defense and and that is um is okay, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Myself personally, I am I'm a pretty big pacifist. Mm-hmm. Uh I think violence about 99% of the time is completely unnecessary mm-hmm. and is a result of letting our egos control us instead of using reason. Yeah. And uh, I do not do not agree with violence, but if it comes down to the point where, like, self defense, I don't know why this would happen. But if someone was trying to kill me, yeah, if I had to, I I would resort to it. And I I practice, you know, I I lift weights with my wife, you know, I I do intermittent fasting to make sure that I. I maintain kind of a healthy build i practice martial arts to to keep my my awareness and and make sure that my body is a tool that i can use if i ever need to use it but i in no way have the intention to go out and use it totally yeah yeah that makes sense i think i think i think you've described my (laughs) my my stance as well like yeah i'm not i i feel like uh violence most times especially in today's Day and age, violence most times is is uh, yeah. unwarranted. We can talk it out, guys. Um, so you mentioned your but, wife. Is your wife is your wife in Jediism? Is she in this as well? <laughs> no, no, she knows about it, you know. But uh, no, she's uh, she's agnostic, more or less. I mm-hmm. really don't think she has any strong convictions. She's open to the ideas, but I don't think she has any convictions so you didn't you didn't lead with that you didn't meet her on the site you didn't lead with no no hey honey no. you're, you're gonna marry me you gotta be you gotta be down with the jedi i mean that in particular mm-hmm. that might have come up you okay. know but yeah. uh i didn't find jediism until six years into our marriage oh, okay oh well, cool um so what what is the highest there's kind of like a ranking system is that just for the site or because you can become a knight, and then there's different level, there's different tiers to the Jedi Order, aren't there? Yeah, yep. And actually, the the ranking system gets a little confusing at times. Um, uh-huh. Why so is that? when you first come in and you join, uh, you're a guest until you submit an application for membership. You know, okay. you have to wait a week for that. You send it in, and you become a member. And there's not any, like, demands or anything to become a member, only that you basically try to go by our, our policies, our doctrine, try to encompany, you know, encompass that into your life. Mm-hmm. And it's – we don't mandate that and the doctrine is very much open for interpretation. We have people that will read the same thing and we have very different understandings of what that means. Yeah. And then when you start the initiative program – uh, you become a novice, and that rank is up until you finish and you become an initiate. Mm-hmm. And an initiate 
continue studying while they're waiting to find uh, a knight that wants to train them. And that's kind of a long process, usually. Uh, it involves talking, getting to know each other, understanding where you're at, you know, what you need to do. And if you find someone that wants to take you, you're then an apprentice. And for the most part, uh, an apprenticeship lasts anywhere from six months to a year. Okay. Sometimes longer. I know people who have been apprentices for, for a couple years. Okay. And, uh, and then they become – Once you complete that – Yeah, they get their own apprentices. Right, yeah. You, you, you go up and uh, the council reviews all your, your training and your studies that you did. So who's on, and, the, who's uh, on the council? The, the people that kind of run the site or – Yeah, yep. That's uh, the board of directors. Gotcha. Um, we are 13 strong right now. Gotcha. So you're on the council. Yes. Yes, I am. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so was, you, uh, so you was be, cool. so you become a oh, sorry, what was it called when you have apprentices under you? A mentor? You're a knight. Oh, a knight, that's right. Okay, knight. And uh the knight also at about the same level, uh we have a degree scheme that kind of goes along with the ranks but is still separate from that. Okay. Um so you get what's the what we call the ADIV, which is uh like an honorary associates in divinity. Okay. And once you're a knight, you have the ability to train others, um, and you also have more studying to do. Right now, currently, I'm in uh, what's in the, the BDiv uh, degree scheme, which is like the honorary bachelor, where you go on in your own and you start digging into some of the, the weaknesses that you still have and the issues you see and the areas that you want to strengthen up. So are you when you say you're studying are you studying are there books written by people from the order or are you reading a set of like a reading list for self development that has been kind of created like you said Joseph Campbell and some of these other areas Both okay both So there are uh, there recently, are books written by Yeah yes uh, mostly in digital form but okay. uh, recently the last Probably eight years or so, there's been a pretty good output of content from the Jedi community that is extremely helpful. But we do also have um, a very big lesson bank of other materials um, involving a, oh, a whole slew of other sources. So are, are there are there like published books? Like uh, I'm doing a quick Amazon search for – I mean there's Star Wars, The Jedi Path. There's Become the Force – I mean, are, are there published books? Or are you talking about this, you know, assigned reading within the forum? I believe, uh, for the most part, it's it's nothing that we have published, but there are a, a couple uh, that have been. Like, I believe if you do an Amazon search for Jedi Compass, okay, uh, that was put together by the community. I want to say that was like three years back. They've oh, yeah. got that published. Got it right here. And yeah. A, a, a lot of those people that produce that are members of uh, the temple and other Jedi communities. Nice. Okay, so you're so you're doing that study. There's varying degrees of being a knight. Uh, yes. And then is the the highest degree knight? Is that as high as you can go? Well, once you get the the beadiv mm -hmm. and you exemplify what it means to be a knight, uh, you can get uh, a rank of senior knight. Okay. And after that, if you have the rank of senior knight and you have successfully trained three apprentices up to knighthood, uh, there is uh, the rank of master. Okay. Uh, there's only a few of those that are around anymore. I believe there was some more, but uh, are they all definitely on the, not something that everybody gets to. Are they all on the, uh, the board of directors? I believe we have two of them on the board of directors. Gotcha. That's a, that's another in, interesting question I, I thought of too just now is uh, how many people of because you know it's varied among everyone on how seriously they consider uh, you know the the or Jediism but of everyone on the board of directors what's kind of the what's kind of the split there I mean do you have some people that are diehard and some people that are also hold other religious beliefs or what's kind of the what's kind of the split what's the majority. You know, it's actually we have a, a pretty good demographic on the uh, the board here. We wow. have, yeah, we have some very diehard um, Jedi's who who have a really good 
religious view about it. And mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, for example, our, our pastor, she's on the board of directors as well, and she she's a she's a diehard Christian and a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the best people I've ever met. Yeah, and we have uh, a couple member uh, members of the clergy as well. Yeah, and we also have a couple that are more atheistic. Uh, we have uh, one of them. She's into shamanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a really good demographic with a lot of different views on the subject. Wow! So I'm sure I'm sure you guys kind of have some rigorous discussions sometimes. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, can you can you get kicked out? I mean, is is that even possible? Is there something you could do to get kicked out? I have only ever seen it happen one time when someone was excommunicated, oh, wow. and it was some very extreme circumstances that had some possible legal repercussions, and it was something that had to be dealt with. But for the most part, for the average user, no, absolutely not. But but you you would kind of ban trolls if if they're obviously kind of just trolling the site. Then you're like trolling okay, get and out spam of here. accounts have yeah. occasionally been banned. Yes, yeah. uh, spam in particular. Sometimes though, we'll. We'll take the trolls and we'll bring them into some conversations and then the trolls are no longer trolls anymore when wow. they realize, oh, hey, crap, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's very – so as so as long as they're taking it – as long as they, as long as someone is taking it semi-seriously, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty hard to get kicked out. Yeah, it's actually – there are uh, some pretty rough customers in here sometimes. Mm-hmm. That, and yeah, we – the idea has been tossed about here and there, but there's no real merit to that. Nobody – Nobody's going to get banned for disagreeing, and I would not be for that anyway. So how, how big is the site? How many people are we talking about? Oh, uh, in the average day, we might have – and I might be completely wrong on this. You know, my, the, uh, the admins might you know, jump me later for this, but I'm going to say <laughs> on the average day at any given time, uh, the busiest will be is maybe like 40 people, 50 people on at a time. But yeah. total members-wise, active in the last six months is probably in the hundreds. Wow. Um, total accounts-wise is – I'm going to – I'm willing to bet we're several thousands. So how many people – if you had to guess, if, if you had a, a gun or a lightsaber to your head and someone had to ask you, like, what's the number do you think worldwide that would consider themselves um, followers of, of Jediism, what would, you, what would you guess? I don't even know how I would find that out. Wow. You know, and that's actually – that's a tough question. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess with a, a couple seconds to think on it, probably and probably at least a million plus wow yeah because there's a there's a lot of people that marked it if you go through the census the jedi census phenomenon mm-hmm. i mean there's tens of thousands fifty three thousand in poland no new zealand now granted i mean a lot of people were encouraged to do it and i know i mean i'm a i'm a high school youth minister so i know about 200 kids that if you if i were to just <laughs> say it in front of a room full of 200 kids 200 kids would go probably do it right then and there but right um, right so i mean that's kind of hard to tell but that's interesting that's really yeah that's interesting i wonder do you ever think that all of these different websites would kind of c- collaborate come together and and join to make more like a worldwide um religious body because uh because jediism is is um, considered a legal affiliation in the United States, or is it not? Well, yes, yes. For example, uh, Temple of the Jedi Order is a it's a registered nonprofit. Okay. We ordain our own ministers. We have uh, charities that we do. We are a registered religion. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, we do, on some levels, we do have uh, meetings, uh, basically yearly regional meetings where. People from other sites, our site, everyone kind of comes together, and we have these uh, we have these get-togethers. So, is, are there any international international like gather everyone, gather all the troops together, and let's hold a conference? For the most part, usually it's it's uh, more regional. If it's a smaller country like England, I know England has gatherings at least once or twice a year. Yeah, but like for example, in the United States, it's usually a couple to a few states doing the gatherings, but. This year, they're actually trying to get one. I believe it was in uh, Austin, Texas, the talk is right now, to try and get as many people there as possible. Interesting. Okay, here's here's a final question maybe. I And I, I feel bad that I left this at the end. But one thing I was thinking is throughout all of this is what – you know, when it comes to stuff that's a little more hard-hitting, like – well, we talked about gun control. But 
you know, what about the topic of what happens when you die? How does, how does stoicism or stoicism, how does Jediism kind of handle that topic? That's, that's pretty, you know, it's not so much how to live your life, but what happens after your life? You know, what, right. Right. What's, what's the teaching on that? And that is, uh, that's a pretty personal, I'm sure yeah. personal decision there. I don't, yeah. we don't have anything that we are going to force on you there. Gotcha. Um, we have people that, believe in reincarnation uh we have like a a fairly large christian demographic that obviously believe that if you lived your life with the realization that jesus christ was your lord and savior that you would you know ascend into heaven and and wait for judgment Mm -hmm. um we have uh, it's it's personal yeah okay every person is different and i think if there was one teaching common to most jedi Mm -hmm. it's when you are living in the moment and you're not too concerned about the past and the future and you're doing what you can to be a good person and to help the world, there's really nothing to worry about. You're living your life to the best that you can and what happens tomorrow is it's out of your control, so don't worry about it. Let's focus on right now. Well said. Well, man, thanks for coming on. What, what's um, what's what's your hope kind of for the future of um – of the website and the few, well, yeah. What's kind of your hopes for the future? Any, any other books that you guys are thinking about publishing or, I mean, now's the time if you have something you wanted to promote, uh, you could promote on here, but what else? Um, yeah. What are you hoping for? Actually, uh, one of our members, a couple of them, uh, username Zenshi and Telehane are kind of hosting a big information grab right now where they're asking people to input their ideas on a, a whole big sundry of themes. Then we're trying to get, a a piece together, basically, you know, the philosophies and thoughts of Jediism and how our beliefs have affected their lives on a, in a, a level of a personal journey. And it's going to be a pretty big collection. And we're hopefully going to have that put together here soon. I'm working on a couple pieces to submit to that. So um, if uh, we end up getting that together, I'll I will definitely try to remember to send that to you. Okay, sounds great. I do better than the college kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds great, man. Well, Joseph, um, thanks for coming on. Or do you go by Joe or Joseph? It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I'm cool. I don't. um, Well, thanks for coming on, man. And um, yeah, any last words you have for for the audience here that's listening? Um, uh, don't take everything so seriously. Um, Do what you can. Forget about what you can't, and may the force be with you. 